Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Blaze and Soul Podcast. We are back. We are back. We are back. Yes. We um, took a momentary break last week and we um, showed you guys guys the replay of the grand opening as well as the book launch of my wife. Um, Which was amazing. It was pretty spectacular. So amazing. Yes, thank you to everyone that made it so amazing. Yes, it was. We had clowns and elephants. No, we didn't. We had amazing performers, but they were not. They were. Yeah, because it's hot. Um, Anyway. So we are back, um, you know, have fun with you guys, um, highlight community leaders and business entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and role models in the community yes. to give a different take and a spotlight on the black and Asian community with all of the, for lack of a better term, hate that has been going on the last year and a half, almost two years uh, for both um, communities. It's good to shine a light on people who are out there and making it happen and, and kind of champion that cause. Um, so it's what we do every Wednesday. We have another special guest this week. Um, but before I do, let my wife um, introduce the, um, <laughs> the guest speaker. I just want y'all to understand the conversation we had off air when she was like, <laughs> she was like, Marcelo always talking about he, he from the D. You know, people from the D do, do, do things different. He from the D. She was like, he don't know. I'm from the E. E-town. I, I was like, what's, what's Elgin? The e? She was like, Elgin, Illinois. <laughs> Man, I almost fell out my chair. That was hey. It don't have the it doesn't have the same ring to it. Whatever. It's not the same. The D is the D. Whatever. You can make like an you know L for Elgin or do whatever, <laughs> however you want to roll, but that was hilarious to me. So oh everybody gosh. from Elgin. Hi, is, Elgin. Shout out to E-Town. Well. And those from the D, yes, look funny right now. Like, E-Town. No, that's the D. Always the D. But all right. Um, Shytown. You know, that's my, uh, no, Shytown. I mean, Shytown is, is Our Shytown. next guest speaker is from Shytown. Hey, nothing wrong with Shytown, but when you say the D, the D. everybody know what Who, the D Not is. everybody. Oh, there's it. Yes. Let's call my dad. And ask him. He'll be like, Detroit, what? No. What, son? He, what are you talking about? He, you can ask Trump crazy ass. And he'll be like, yeah, I know what the D is. Detroit, Michigan. So I don't know. Everybody knows what the D is. I doubt so it's, it. It's legendary in nature. So, you know. But anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> please uh, introduce our guest. Yes. Speaker. So our next guest speaker is uh, with, she is the CEO of D Butterfly of fact and she is here to speak legal terms and legal things with us but also she's going to share her journey to where she came from um, to get to where she is right now as an entrepreneur a ceo of her own company d butterfly effect so without further ado and by the way just to add it in she was one of our very first clients when we opened up during the pandemic last year. So, and now she's become more of a client. So, but we, without further ado, I'd love to introduce you to Miss Dominitris. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You were present for that whole E-Town debacle. That we were just talking about. Yes, I was. So I do have a witness to that, but okay. We'll move um, What's wrong? From each that's, that's for a whole other segment that we'll do. So we'll just keep that for now. I was um, made in Thailand. Once again, it's a whole other topic there. We'll, we'll keep it moving. Um, so, speaking of Big Town and E Town, I am from Chicago, uh, born and raised in Humboldt Park. <laughs> Nice. So I gotta get credit where it's due. I feel shy town. I feel that, but the D is the D. It's just it's a, uh, it's its own entity. You but, know. Um, no, <laughs> sweetheart. Please tell everybody um, what your business is. Okay, my name is 
dominatrix um my businesses i'm a paralegal on doing consulting services on the side um uh, where i basically freelance as a virtual service uh, so i offer a variety of different things um so my clientele is a wide range of people um right now i assist attorneys real estate agents brokers and i handle small tax um, assignments for individuals. Um, right now, it's pretty good, and I just like to serve others and be of assistance. Um, some of the things that I've handled is probate, estate, um, real estate, family law. Um, I do notary jobs, uh, some litigation, um, a wide range of other tasks from compliance matters, um, auditing, uh, some trial exhibits, uh, the list goes on. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why I have to write it down because I'm like, <laughs> my hands is in so many areas. Sure, um, sure. So, um, so basically, and I know this is only one like modality that you have with your business, but, um, so an attorney, instead of hiring in-house paralegals, can actually mm -hmm. hire you out to do some of the, um, I won't say minor because nothing's minor mm -hmm. when it comes to the legal aspect, no. but uh, he will have you do some of the groundwork for him so that A, he doesn't have to do it himself, but B, he might save money by not having an in-house person that. do it mm -hmm. and pay the the all the additional fees yeah. that come with having a full-time employee. And so he'll contract you out for certain aspects of whatever he's doing at any time. Absolutely. Like a perfect uh, networking opportunity. We had a, a couple of lawyers that were going to be scheduled to come on soon, mm -hmm. too. So we'll have to connect you guys. It's sure. a husband and wife dual. So they might need your services. They do have their own practice. And we also have a client that's in Elgin that does real estate um, law. She's a lawyer, not a client, but um She's been on our podcast yep. before, so we'll have to connect you guys as well. No Absolutely. No now, it is, um, you know, like I said, one of the things that we highlight on our show is, you know, people taking that initiative, being entrepreneurs, starting their own company, kind of blazing their yes. own tra trail. But for many of us, that's not an easy task to do. Right. Um, usually there are, um, you know, a lot of pitfalls along the way. Um, so please, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story of how you got to be um, an entrepreneur, a business owner? Oh, wow. Um, it's funny. Did you, did you because, know you wanted to do this in school? This no, absolutely not. Um, actually, <laughs> I decided I wanted to become an entrepreneur during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so... Um, so I do work full time. Um, I work at the university for the general counsel and the vice president. Um, so we were sent home to work remotely. And although I was working from home and I had my hands full and I was working at home, I was like, wait a minute, this might not be a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, well, I'm working home, at home. And throughout the years, I was realizing, hey, I'm losing a lot of my experience that I've gained yeah. while I was at school and doing the workshops I attend mm -hmm. um, twice a year, attended the paralegal workshops mm -hmm. throughout the year. I need to brush up my paralegal skills. And I just had this heart because I spoke to another paralegal at one of the workshops before COVID, and she was expressing to me that it was so hard for her to look for a job, and no one would give her an opportunity. Mm. And I was so a lot of things started hitting me. So not only did I decided to start my entrepreneurship at home because I like I need the experience. Right. Then as I started my journey i started gaining more thoughts and ideas on top of this uh, entrepreneurship journey like 
okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? So it's like I started building and building and building, but it's like, okay, D, you just threw yourself into this. You need to get some organization. You need to get some structure because <laughs> now you're like working around the clock and like, you're working full time. You have your family and you got to get your house in order. So it's like, you know, that thing, like you're Wonder Woman, Superwoman, like you got to keep it all together. Meanwhile, it's like, okay, okay, Dominatrice, you want to do this. Mm-hmm. So do you really have what it takes? Yes, I have the passion. Yes, yeah. I want to do this. And I want my children to see that, hey, mom is taking on and doing something that she have a passion for. Sure. And if she can do it, maybe we all can do it and yeah. stick this with the family. So my passion came from not only COVID, but wanted to serve and help others and know that if I can do it, anybody can do it. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Now, um, as far as training or education is concerned, as far as a paralegal, um, what steps did you take to prepare yourself for this position? Okay, so um, the steps to take as a paralegal. I When I graduated from high school, I received my certificate as a paralegal and get my associates in science. Okay. Mm. Wow. Okay. So there is a, a course and and certification to become a paralegal, um, and be certified. Yes. Um, when you started, was there any trepidation where you're a little frightened, you know, when you started your own business, you're kind of throwing yourself out there to the masses. So what was your thought process, uh, when you first decided to start the business? Exactly what you just said. <laughs> I threw myself out there to the masses. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to throw myself out there. <laughs> I did. I really, I'm being honest. I threw myself out there and I took a leap. Yeah. On myself. I took that risk. I even shared it with Laura when I first met her. And I said, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. But when I'm out, whatever I'm doing, God is sending people my way. And they trust and believe in me. They trust and believe in me. And I got the job done. And they was like, yeah. D, we need you to do this. D, we need you to do that. I didn't even have to market. They was just coming my way through referrals. And I was getting the job done. And I was just humbled by the experience. And I was glad that people was willing to take that risk on me. And to this very day, it's a humbling experience um, to know what I'm capable of doing with the believing that God is there with me because I I am a woman of faith. So I give honor where honor is due. And I don't take that for granted um, because I don't think I would be where I'm at if it wasn't for God being with me. Yeah. Because um, I will tell you, I just text Laura. I just did an entrepreneur refresher course. Yes. And and I graduate Saturday. And in this course, it was a 12-week accelerated course through Sunshine Enterprise. And I was like, oh, wow. I guess I've been doing it the wrong way. Oh, no. So I'm glad that I was able to, um, one of my clients actually referred me to the entrepreneur course and, um, I was able to, to take the course and I was able to uh, learn about structure. I was able to learn Mm -hmm. about, um, the mission, the vision, the purpose, accounting, um, uh, books, uh, marketing, um, everything, uh, um, registering your business. Like I have the whole like structure of entrepreneurship and and train, you know, now you could share with your clients. Yes. And help yes. them with structuring their business and things like that. Yes. The binder is like, <laughs> so awesome. yeah. And they even provided me with like software, um, wow. Worksheets, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be my foundation. This is going to be my basis. And mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, now that I know better, I would yeah. do better. Yeah. So this no. year has been like a, a fourth circle for me to mm-hmm. basically get things together. Like I've been getting by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But you know what? That's the best way, though. You know, you just get started and then perfect it along the way. Like sometimes people think too long and too much that they talk themselves out of it or they share it with the wrong people and then their dreams are crushed because exactly. because then those people are like putting negative things on their head, you know, because of their own limitations that they're projecting on you. So you're doing it the right way. Jump and then figure it out later. Perfect it along the way, you know? Yes. So um, now this decision of becoming a, a business owner, of course, affected your loved ones, your loved ones as well. So um, how did your hubby take it when you were like, you know what? I'm going to start a business. Let's do this. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you had to do that. <laughs> uh oh, well, live, babe. She might not. You can uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, I'm not initially, initially, he was more concerned that, like, babe, you're not going to be able to do that. You have a full time job. Why would you put yourself in a situation like that? I said, no. I'm going to do it, and I'm gonna do it with my hands. Right. <laughs> I said, oh. just watch me. So yeah. he was like, okay, I, whatever. You could do it. You could do it. So I'm like, okay. So I did it. And and he supports me. And he's proud of me. That's and he was like, you did it. And he said, I'm proud of you. I said. It's very good. Very good to have that uh, that support. And there's a fan uh, on here as well, Lania Thompson. Is that, does she know you or? Oh, that's my niece. Okay. Did you see the comments that she no, had? Yay. And so pretty and hearts, hearts, hearts. So your niece is your fan here. <laughs> Make sure whoever's watching, you guys share because we're going to um, talk to Dominatrix about what she does. You might get some information for yourself or for you to share with your loved ones. That may be beneficial for you when it comes to paralegal and the law and forms and things like that. So, so what was your water break moment? When was that moment where you're like, you know what, this worked. I got this. Just, <laughs> you know what, uh, it, it's it's coming to fruition. Oh wow. Um, was you it know what? I, you know what? It was actually. One of my clients, it was actually, I had a moment with one of my clients and we was out to lunch. And um, she was like, D, if I could, I would hire you full time. Like, I don't want nobody else to have you. And then she yeah. said, you know what? I want you to just manage my business. And at that very moment, she was like, you're no longer my paralegal. You're just going to be my manager. And I was like, <laughs> Am I really making that much of a difference in serving you and helping you in your business? She said, yes, you helped me to determine that I no longer want to work my full-time job. I'm just going to branch out and start a practice. And I was like, and I, I didn't cry in front of her, but when I got home, I cried because I was like, wow, I guess I am really helping and I'm making a difference. And I'm sorry. It's it's really emotional because it's no, like it's no. a little, and it's in a little things that you know you think like it's just administrative work, yeah, but yeah. the administrative work goes way beyond administrative work because I like to be engaged in with people. I like to socialize. I like to talk, even though I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. It's the other part of me where I'm like, oh, let's talk. Oh, what do you need done? Oh. What can I do for you? Like, Aww. I like to be engaged. I want to get to know you, you know? Definitely. Well, you want to know um, what was my breaking moment? What that was your I breaking knew moment? That I was in the right path with opening up my business. What was, was the it? moment and the interaction that I, we had with you? <gasps> I will never forget that very first moment. It just, like... I it's, cried. I you know remember? you cried. Look, I'm sorry. It's, oh, hey, I'm, just, <laughs> it's like, I'm just here. I'm you good. did. I'm so, good. so babe, I don't know if you knew this, but when Dominitris wanted to get headshots, you know, we do professional headshots. 
I was shocked because I don't know how she found us all the way from Chicago. I'm like, you know, my shop is in Elgin. It's okay. I'll drive. I'm like, okay. So she actually showed up and we did her hair and makeup. And then when we did the reveal, when she saw herself for the very first time, she was about to cry. And I'm like, what's wrong? I'm like, wait, we got to do your photo shoot. Hold yeah. on. I'm like, don't cry yet. Wait to tell us after your photo shoot, you know? And then after we did her photo shoot, she's like, she said that she has not seen herself like made up or done a photo shoot or anything like this since high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and a wedding, wedding. Or what? Oh, your wedding. That's right. Wedding. That was yeah. like some years ago, right? Or 18, was it like something about 18, maybe? I don't remember. But yeah, it was, yeah. But she's not seen herself. And that when I opened up Beautiful Potential, that was what I wanted. I wanted to have women feel good. I wanted them to be their full potential. I wanted them from inside to outside, from business development to personal development. I wanted to help women. And those moments that you and all the other clients after you, you know, and the referrals and everything, like when, when I hear about those moments that I've impacted their lives, that's when it's confirmation. Cause you know, you step into entrepreneurship and you don't, sometimes you doubt yourself, like, am I doing yeah. the right thing? You know, but when you have clients like you and other people you impact, just like you shared your story with the lawyer, that's, that's how you know that you're in the right path and that God has put you there to allow you to be with those people that are, you know, confirming that you're in the right path. And so yeah. I just want to thank you. Thank okay. you. My watershed moment. Yeah. Was, yes. Okay. And I'm going to get emotional here. I, Okay, so my watershed moment was <laughs> Kevin Garnett in the NBA had just won his first championship <laughs> and he said anything is possible. And right then I knew he was talking to me. Hey, he that's part of my okay. So when I heard him grab the ball and shot hey, that, so I was like, he Kevin's <laughs> talking to me right here. So that's when I knew that I was on the right path. Because <laughs> Kevin Garnett all the way from Boston reached out to me on TV and told me anything is possible. So, so I'm just getting him back for last week. <laughs> I had to sit through one hour of oh. the guys talking about sports on our show last week. I, and it went just over my head. I told myself I, I wasn't really going to get emotional. Okay. A lot about sports. I told myself I was not going to get emotional, but that was it's, that was that was sports. Anyway. Guys always get emotional. Uh, if y'all not getting emotional, y'all getting y'all get emotional about sports. <laughs> get emotional about other things, yeah. you know. That's why you got men and women. Shout out to Kevin Garnett out there. Uh thank you for the support, brother. And uh I use your quote too in my biography, too. That was just perfect. Oh. No, no. So so back to you. Yes. I was going to let you speak, but I was going to say <laughs> in a typical day, yes. um, what would be your ideal client and what would you do for them? Okay. So my ideal client, um, say for instance, uh, attorney I would work for, they provide one attorney have her own databases, but I also have Westlaw. Um, I have my own computer. I have my own printers. I have my own, um, supplies. Um, I can meet you anywhere. Um, I have my own postage. I have my own FedEx, my UPS. I have a lot of things that set up in place where there it is provided. Only thing that I don't provide is the database because I prefer to use the client's database because I don't want no discrepancies. And I'm really, really... Um, Head on when it comes to confidential matters. So I prefer that you use your own database. So right. it won't be no discrepancies in that matter. Um, E-filing, I prefer also to use the client's uh, information as well so that your information could stay with your uh, information. 
basically, if that makes sense. Because e-file is filed with your attorney number and it stays with you. So wherever you go, it stays with you. That's is my that hobby. Yes, yes, it is. Sierra <laughs> um, Randall Flowers. Um, As so, always, you are so amazing, and I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Don't you. Me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I prefer it that way. Um, and I always like keep copies electronically. I can also uh, do zip files. Um, I also do PDF conversion. Okay. Um, I also have Westlaw where I can get forms upload. I also do uh, typing uh, manually. Um, Laura, I've seen your headline for uh, Microsoft and Excel. So I might oh. take you on, on an opportunity, even though I'm experiencing it, but it don't hurt to okay. take classes. Yeah, so look into that as well. Whoever else wants it, I'm giving away free computer lessons um, online, strictly online. So, you know, I know that having the right computer skills really, truly, you really need that nowadays. And as a business coach, that is my gift to you and to everyone that's listening. Um, reach out to me. I will send you the promo code, coupon code, so you can take these classes for free. It's about probably $97 for five Microsoft um, office suite and I will give you the full training for free and you could do it from your own computer or whatever so let me know if you need it uh, another thing that I do is with the estate planning and probate I can mm -hmm. also help you um, with certain matters uh, some matters might re uh, require your attorney to step in mm -hmm. but like power of attorney me and Laura we discussed that that's something that I can assist with yes um, what about estate planning and um, wills, and, wills and different things like that? Yeah, like, I can definitely assist in that. Yes. Huh? I can definitely assist with the wills. Okay. Okay. All right. See, very diverse. Very diverse. Yes. Now, you saw her list. Yes, I did. We've <laughs> been um, doing this for decades. No. Uh, in a perfect world, if everything is going correctly and the world is back to where it should be. In five years, where do you Ooh, kinda, I'm just gonna ask that question. Where do you kind of see yourself? So I okay, so my goal and my plan is to eventually expand into a consulting firm where I can not only branch out into more um paralegal and administrative staff, but I also wanna give back to the community and mm -hmm have interns come in, rather they're single moms and high schoolers, to train them and nice. in the administrative role and also law clerks from law school. Mm. So that would be my ultimate goal because um, I know me personally, when I was coming up as a paralegal, um, it was hard for me to get a job as well. Um, I, in fact, experienced what I had to train the opposite, um, I don't know how to put this without sounding to say however you would like to. Okay, so <laughs> I was not afforded opportunities because of my race, and I had to train the uh, Caucasian girls on three different occasions and three different opportunities I was in, that the same job that I was doing. Wow. Wow. Um, and they got hired for the position. Mm -hmm. I experienced that in three different jobs. Yep. Um, I believe it. And um, another situation, um, I was also um, um, was discriminated um, because of my race and I had to leave a place. So that's why I want to eventually open up this consulting firm. It's hard in this field. And that's why I'm so grateful to be where I'm at and in the position that I'm in. And I just want to be able to give back to those that are unfortunate and do not have the experience they have and need. Awesome. 
and they could be able to network with the clients and maybe right. the clients would feel or oh, have a fit for them in their area or office for them. Well, they, yeah. they're able to pay them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we discuss, uh, you know, racial discrimination mm -hmm. and problems that, you know, various people of color have in the business world. Yeah. So we, um, you know, we go into to quite a lot of depth on yeah. those topics and subjects. Um, we've heard a lot of tales yeah. of it being harder um, because president shows, mm -hmm. especially in the boardroom and in, in uh, business structures. So yeah, don't be afraid to tell your truth. You tell your saying? truth. I did yeah. uh, my, book, yeah. you see my book. I tell it all, yeah. all the yeah. racism I've been through, breaking through that bamboo ceiling. So oh. definitely. Um, tell your story. Don't be afraid to speak up and tell your story. I know that a lot of people don't like the topic and they avoid it, but in order for us to move forward, we have to keep that dialogue open right. and let the person speak their truth. That's what our show is all about is for both sides. We don't pick sides. You know, somebody could be Republican, somebody could be a Democratic. We want to hear all sides of the story from every single person, you know, or race and on, on different topics, because that's the only way we're going to heal. This right? is true. Yes. And we have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, as my wife so eloquently put it when we were, before we got on the air, um, and for those, for our audience out there, she was like, oh yeah, and you're in a biracial relationship too. Which, <laughs> I, thought, which I thought was... A little cringe worthy, but you know, it is what it is. But, um, tell us in today's society, um, mm -hmm. no matter what um culture, yes, you and your spouse uh, come from, it always seems like there are negative people out there and haters, yeah. um, when you are in a biracial relationship. So, what is your thought process on? Um, not only being in a biracial relationship, but also the fact of, um, has that affected you guys in any way? Sometimes it does affect mm -hmm. couples. Sometimes it doesn't as far as uh, getting neg negativity mm -hmm. from that. Um, no well, doubt. Puerto Rico in the house. Puerto Rico. I, I feel you, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, okay, so... It has not affected us. Uh, well, in the community we're in, it affected us to a certain extent. I'm grateful for the relationships we have with certain people, but unfortunately we live in a predominantly Caucasian neighborhood and some people are very nice and friendly. And then you have some people that are not yeah. friendly. That's just that's just the world we live in. I'm just sure. going to be honest. Sure. Um, and in terms of my relationship with my husband, um, it affects us a little bit, if I can honestly speak, Mr. Mm -hmm. Gonzalez. Um, anything. No, require, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do yeah, that. That would require discussion no, later on. Right? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. No. Yeah, I love him. Um, no, it really, it didn't affect us a lot, but um, my husband, he lives in a world where everyone's good. He don't see color and we all should get along. And that's a great perspective and sure. good way to see things. Me, on the other hand, if I see <laughs> something, oh, something they write like Jacob did, what? They're mistreating our children. Right. No, yeah. I'm going to call them out. No, that ain't right. No, I'm about to step in. Yeah. I'm part of the diversity committee, so I got yeah. people on speed dial like, no, you need to handle this. You need to take care of this. And he's like, baby, it's not always about race and color. Yes, it is, because they're singling certain races out or certain people yeah. out. Yeah, you can't tell me. And then once he found out or something's going on, he's like, "Oh, I guess you're right." And he'd yeah. be like, "Maybe it's not always what it seems, but I guess I have to give people the benefit of the doubt." So he has a 
good. He tried to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, of course. But me, I'm like, no. I'm a thinker <laughs> and I'm very watchful and I'm 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 black. You know, so I'm I'm treated differently. Yeah, I even yeah. explained to Laura, I told her, um, when I'm with my husband, of course I'm treated differently because yeah. Yeah, he said, see, she's right. <laughs> uh, I'm treated differently. You know, they don't see me be with my mannerisms. They don't know that I'm educated. They don't know yeah. that I'm nice or kind or respectful or I'm a woman of faith. They don't see none of that. They just see a black woman, you know, um, so they're often intimidated or they think I'm disrespectful or... I'm no good. And that's not true. And that's not right. Like I'm a human being, right. you know, I don't do anything and I'm not disrespectful. I have friends from many different races and I treat people all the same. A person is a person at the end of the day. And I have friends that are cops. I have friends from different professions. I would never disregard or mistreat anyone. So you yeah. know, you I said recent run in with the police as well, and they didn't know you knew law. You knew yes, law. yes, mm -hmm. like your yeah. brother and all of that. So, and I actually, I don't know if I told you, but I have a meeting with the mayor and the chief of police next Ooh, Tuesday about that situation. Yes, I do. See, yes. you just never know who but, you. Something happened with her brother and she went and intervened and they didn't know she was an educated paralegal that knows the lawyers and the judges and everybody in the courthouse and knows your boss and your chief. And so he, he mistreated her. Yeah. And my brother. And, and her brother. Yes. So she went to who she needed to go to. And now they have a meeting next yeah. week to go over yeah. that situation. That's what's up. That's and you know, and, um, and you know, uh, we shared this story um, in a couple of previous podcasts, but you know, similar story. I, my husband, he um, has. This is a good one. Listen to this. this yeah. So one. he, um, I don't know if I shared this with you or not, but um, he, you know, his business started out in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where we are from. And when we moved here, uh, up, 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 I mean, where uh, we used to live, uh, not where I'm from, from the D. He's from the D, where we used to live. <laughs> hey, don't stop forgetting about the D. Hey, no, He's hey, making it very clear from the D. D. Ain't nothing wrong with Grand Rapids, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm born and bred, so I mean. Yes. Hey. He's proud of the D. Um, but we used to live in Grand Rapids. His business, iLocal um, Online Marketing, we started off in Grand Rapids. And so when we moved out here, we still had clients that he had to go visit every week. So he would drive up there every week. And so many times he would come home, babe, I got pulled over again. Like it would be right around the Indiana area. And I was like, whatever, what are you doing wrong? Why did you swerve? Did you do this? Why do you keep getting believe turned over? I did not believe did not him. Believe I'm like, are you, are you falling asleep? You shouldn't be driving that much. Why? Like, why you keep getting tickets you keep getting pulled over around the same area around indiana so one time i'm like i had to go up there unfortunately um, one of my girlfriends had passed away and so i had to go up to grand rapids i said can i come with you um for the funeral while you go up there and meet with clients and so I rode with him and sure enough, we're in Indiana and sure enough, I'm like, that's not for us, is it? Yeah, I'm sure it's for us. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I guess, what did you do? You're, you're going the speed limit. You're like nothing. You're not doing anything wrong. Like, why is he pulling us over? And so he pulled us over and first thing he like uh, pulled us over, flashes light, uh, or no, it was daytime, so he didn't have a flashlight, but you know, kind of like walked up to the window and the whole thing, license, registration, please, where you had it, like a thousand questions. Why are you going to Michigan? You going to work for what? For work? Let me see your ID. He wanted to see what? my ID. Do you have any drugs or alcohol or anything, or weapons in the car? Mind you, mind you, I'm in a two piece. He's okay? in a suit I'm, and I'm getting suit. treated she like that. 
I'm in a black dress because I had to go to a funeral. And so, you know, and so he like started harassing us for driving on the left lane. That was his excuse. No, what he said was too long on the left yeah, lane. You got in a passing lane. He seen the truck that I was passing. It was, a, <laughs> it was an 18 wheeler. So I moved into the left lane to pass the car. He said, I didn't move back over to the right lane fast enough. So that's why he pulled us off. And I said, officer, yeah. I said, officer, I didn't know that was a rule, number one. Number two, how about all those other cars driving in the left lane of the highway? Well, I didn't catch them. I caught you guys. <gasps> yeah, so oh, he harassed goodness. us to the point where I missed. Well, he's like, well, where are you going? I said, to my friend's funeral. And he's going to work. Where do you work? Da, 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 da. I'm going to my friend's funeral. Well, where's the funeral? I don't freaking know. I just lost None the your business. Sympathy. Now, let me cut, let me, let me interject with a little bit of how it happened because she seems very calm right here. And oh, <laughs> officer, just let us go. No, 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 no. She see me getting mad because he like, hey, can I can I search the vehicle right quick? And I'm like, no, no, it's you, not. So I'm like, no you can't search. You know, I'm I'm through answering questions. You can't search nothing. So now she just breaks out and says, Oh my god, I'm gonna miss her funeral and busts out crying. So now I'm like, okay, I got my wife crying over here. I'm mad at my man. You know, we kind of had a stalemate. And I'm like, all right, you know what? To get my wife, to get my wife here, what I told him was, if you're using your authority as a police officer to demand a search, I will have to do that. But but be aware that I will be down at the police station the very next week to file a complaint. Mm -hmm. like, I understand that. You know, I don't understand why you're so mad right now. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I ain't say nothing. I just got out the car. Why are you so like, agitated? Yeah, why are you so agitated? Because you pulled us over and you asking me, oh, you own a business? You got a business card? Yeah. What do you do? Where are you, you going? Know, just, Who's your client you're going to see? Like so all sorts of questions. She crying. I'm getting patted down. I'm. He asked me, do I have any drugs? I'm in a three-piece. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we in a nice car. So, you know, and then after Weapons. everything, yeah, after everything, <laughs> I get back in the car. He goes, grabs my registration, insurance, and license, hands it to me and say, you guys have a good day. No <gasps> ticket, no warning, no nothing. Just, all right, you guys have a good day. And watch Are you my friend's funeral, yeah. by the way. That's so, yeah. So but the big part of this story is her husband coming home from a long day of driving, dealing with clients, driving back, getting home at 9 and 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, man, I got pulled over again. And what was her response? Again? Man, what, <laughs> what are you, are you doing? doing? What you doing? You, man, you don't supposed to be driving that late because I don't know. No one, I'm a far better driver than my wife. I'm she like, like, you must be really tired. Yeah, she's like, you, you got to be fast, doing something. You know? I'm like, yeah, I'm driving while black. She like, no. no. Yes, that's no. a real thing. I used to like, didn't believe it, but that's a real thing. Yes, yes wholeheartedly. So the moral of the yeah. story is that it does exist. Yeah. And Wives, when your husband tells you something, more <laughs> faith and believe that he is telling you the truth. I have many stories. Where you I have to like, put that oh, in, huh? Man, hey, I have many stories. He's where, his own where I'd be like, hey, the answer is blue, babe. She's like, I don't know. It might be green. Then she find out it's blue, and she's like, oh, I guess it was blue. So, wives, <laughs> believe oh, your husbands. Husbands too. Believe your wife. Uh, that's another. There you go, Laura. That's a good plug. Thank you. Yeah, that's another episode. Believe your wife <laughs> too, um, as well. Yes, sir. Oh, that'd be a great podcast. That'd be a great podcast. The husband and wife. <laughs> oh yeah. No, actually, matter of fact, uh, put Jacob's comment up there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. That's that brotherhood right there. Okay. Understand that flat out. Um, no, but we do plan on having a podcast where we have uh, we have a ton of couples that are are in you know biracial relationships. So what we were going to do is we were going to have she calls it like a family night where we're playing games against each other and stuff, and then we do it on the podcast. I in turn call it a battle of the sexes where we show you guys how the men do things oh, as gosh. far as, you know, like in oh. a family feud oh, and that type of thing. So we'll definitely put you guys down so that the men can represent and show you guys. The <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. We got to push y'all. We got to push y'all. 
(laughs) Back to the whole race thing. Sometimes I believe, you know, people who have never truly experienced it to the level of another person, like their mind and their perspective can only go so far, you know, unless you have actually experienced it, you know, because even during this pandemic, like, People don't understand that racism does exist and you see people or comments about oh if you don't you know you're just making it up and making it big deal and da da da, da. and that's their perspective because they've never been through it they've never been you know uh, bullied or harassed for their ethnicity and things like that so their mind and their perception cannot understand what people who have experienced it you know goes through so Absolutely. I I would say, you know, to everybody, um, just get to know the other side. Just just, you know, listen, listen to the other person's story, empathize, listen to understand. Don't listen to just talk. Listen to really, really understand where they're coming from. I definitely agree. Because once you listen to understand and not listen to respond, you get a better understanding and you gain more compassion and empathy. You do. And, you know, when you start that dialogue, when you start to uh, talk about things and share stories, that's where the true connection comes in. You know, you connect through stories and that's why it's important to share those stories and, and share what you experience with other people who may not comprehend or who may not understand what you're going through you know so yeah it's true we had a great uh, conversation about that last time at your office yes exactly communication is the key it is definitely compassion um Mm -hmm. so wrapping up sweetheart um if someone needs your services um even though you have a wide variety Mm -hmm. so i think almost everyone needs your services that own the business but if someone does need your services, tell them how they can contact you. Yes, you can contact me at the Butterfly Effect LLC. I do have a website now. I am also on Facebook and Instagram at the Butterfly Effect LLC. So you can hit me up on that. I am also available at Dominatrice at the Virtual Paralegal.com. Awesome. Awesome. Everybody go out there um, with how the pandemic was. A lot of people had to furlough people and lay people off. Um, It's just the nature of doing business sometimes. So to be able to have that resource where you can outsource some of these vital um, services and vital tasks that need to be completed um, benefits both you guys. So it benefits you because it keeps you with a plethora full of clients. It also benefits the business because if you ever owned a business, there's a ton of uh, additional yes. expenses that are involved with having a full-time employee in-house. So business owner saves money and gets quality mm-hmm. work. You get a, a full book full of clients mm-hmm. and everyone is happy and everybody is satisfied with the experience. So Definitely. without a doubt, go out there, um, utilize her for the majority of the, the services and tasks that you have, yeah. and um, everybody will be the better for it. Yes, Lee. Hit me up. Any, any, um, there are a lot of people that watch our show that say that, you know, um, some of the things they heard inspired them to kind of, you know, you're always at that, that tipping point where you're like, I want to start a business, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should. So people that's on that ledge ready to make that jump. Um, what would you tell them? Do it. Don't hesitate. Just do it. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Even if you don't have it all figured out, just do it. Even if you don't have the finances, just do it. Everything will come together. Have faith and do it. If you need someone to vent to, if you need someone to talk to, you need the steps to take, you could reach out to me and ask for advice or accountability partner. I'm here. I can help you. I might not have all the answers, but... You need a sister to lock arms with you. I'm here for you. Awesome. That's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you very much for um, taking your time to be with us. I know you're a very busy young lady. Mm -hmm. So we would like to thank you for being our guest speaker. Tell your husband that, yo, (laughs) we want to have you all on the show um, to have a little fun. And, um, you know, (laughs) 
we uh without a doubt without a doubt um but yeah um you know we would like to have you back on the show once we kind of get this squared away of what we're going to do with uh, the various couples but you have been a pleasure and thank you very much yes. thank you awesome. thank you for having me Absolutely. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's our pleasure. Deuces. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am. I am shiny for real. You're shiny for real. I am. I'm Mason Puff shiny. I'm Mason Puff when they came out, man, doing that the whole rap thing when they started out the war. Shiny, like almost aluminum suits. Very shiny. <laughs> See, that is the. Okay, I have to look that up now. Oh, I mean, everybody know the, the, the shiny suits. They don't puff. I mean, puff worth like $900 million right now. I ain't mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, thank everybody for, um, you know, being with us for this uh, episode of Blazing Soul Podcast. Uh, be on the lookout for us next Wednesday, same time, same bad channel. Uh, once again, we're here to just highlight, like I said, community leaders, role models, give a voice to those who won't have a voice. And have a little fun on along the way. Um, so I will say, uh, what up, though, to the D? And I will say, what's, what what's happening to what's happening? what is it? Whatever, uh, E Town. E Town. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> okay, babe. Oh, it's sorry. okay. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Hey, man, y'all have a good time. I'll holler at y'all. See man. you next week. Stay. Please, Lock please. On. <laughs>